0: Welcome back to the sets Podcast. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron, and in this week's podcast, we are going to be talking all about volunteerism, how to travel while making an impact. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm my name is Forty Please check to see that you see both security passes.
1: So, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Trav Says Podcast. We are your hosts, Kim and Aaron, and we are. You didn't even, like, say anything. I was going to... I thought that I kept, was, like, really cool how it was, I just said your but said for name. I literally didn't even get a glance in my direction. Well, for like,
0: some reason, whoa. the skinny confidential popped in my head, and all I could think about was their intro. I was like, one smart cookie. And I was going to say that after you said that, but it didn't fit, so then I froze. The
1: real smart cookie. Yeah. What did they say about her?
0: Uh, yeah. Blogger extraordinaire. Yeah.
1: It's like okay, I love them. He's but one, like, one it's, smart cookie. It always makes me giggle. Oh, yeah. Okay, we are Kim and Aaron. We are healthcare travelers. We've been traveling for the past ten years. It'll be ten years in August wow. exactly, August thirtieth, I think. Uh-huh. Um, we are entrepreneurs. We are world travelers. We created the Trabsest Travel Backpack, which happens to be. The sponsor of today's yeah. show.
0: <laughs> the supporter.
1: Yeah, the only supporter of the show. Yeah. So, and it's, it kind of goes hand in hand to what we're talking about today with volunteerism. But the Travcess Backpack, if you don't know, you're about to know, we created. And you can go to imtravcess.com and you can learn all about the backpack. Um, what makes the backpack unique is just the front pouches that... Hold your passport and credit cards and ID and your cell phone.
0: Why don't we take what we've been learning all day today? It is the only travel three-in-one backpack out Three there. Three-in-one,
1: baby. Because it's a travel <laughs> wallet, a passport holder, and hold your phone. It's a backpack, and it's packable. Yeah. Yeah so basically five in one well no but the travel (laughs)
0: our
1: business coach will be so mad at us yeah
0: the travel wallet passport wallet it's all one thing
1: yeah and a portion of every single backpack that is sold so all profits so profit meaning anything that Aaron and I would make a portion of all profits go into what we call the TravSess Impact Fund and every single month we take that money and we donate it to an organization or some kind of mission that is making a positive impact in the world. Well, um,
0: I have to add there really quick. Um, it's actually been a portion of the proceeds and just a portion of our money because you've been making. Got, I had to put more money <laughs> and, yeah. in it as well.
1: We've donated so far to Flight and to Be Strong. And this month in January, we'll be donating to another cause. And the goal is that the more money we can put in this fund, meaning the more backpacks we sell the more we'll have to actually create our own volunteer trips where we can take travelers from the community and fund and organize and go do really cool shit together. Mm-hmm. So that is our ad. Go check out the backpack. we love your support. I'm trapsest.com. Okay. So, voluntourism, mm. okay? It's a fun plan. Words. It's like the new craze. Like all the cool kids it's are kind of like travel Yeah, like all the cool kids are talking about voluntourism, and it's kind of turned into its own way of traveling. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, what that means is you we travel, right? You travel. You go different places. You have adventures. You do all the things. You're a tourist. You're you're a tourist exactly, mm-hmm. but. People are wanting more and more to volunteer, to make an impact, to help out in the communities that they're traveling to, right? Not just going to wherever you are and taking from it, right? But actually giving back to it and actually making a difference and helping to make it better when you leave than when you got there, right? Like It's this whole thing that people are really inspired by.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, including us.
1: Well, that, right. And like, I didn't even really know that was a thing until <laughs> no. we started digging into it. And I'm like, oh, there's a word for this. Okay. This is so cool.
0: Yeah. Scenic route. It's funny how like you get these ideas and then you think you're the first because you've never seen it. Yeah. And then you start researching and you realize there's an entire community and there's an entire culture that does this. Kim and I would sit here and just have conversations about what we want this business to be and when we travel, how we want our footprint to look like when we go to these different countries and different places and all the moving stories that we have had in our travels that we wish we could have done or that really sparked that. And so we were like, man, like what if we just like we're, you know, going to these places, but then we like volunteered. And I wonder if there's any trips out there. And then bing, bang, boom, there's Voluntourism.
1: And And then you realize there's a whole community of people (laughs) that are doing these kinds of things and organizing these kinds of things, which is funny because it's so true. Like, even with traveling, right? It's like... You kind of stumble upon it, and then you learn there's thousands of people already doing it, and been doing
0: it for years.
1: And you find this community of people that you're now like they're your people. I don't Mm -hmm. know. It's yeah, it's funny how that happens, and then but there's always people there waiting to help guide you along the process, right? Absolutely. And so, what we're going to talk about on this episode specifically is not just volunteering, but how you can have more local experiences, how you can make a difference, even if you don't have the time to necessarily, you know, spend a, you know, a week, a two or two or a month or whatever, volunteering your time, but how you can make an impact through your travels. And the and only- then, oh, good. and then also some resources that I found that I've been like binging on and digging into that have really helped kind of, um, it gives you good tips and good, like tangible places you can go and things you can do to help, um, help you have those experiences if that's what you're looking for. Well,
0: and I would add the last thing that we'll talk about too is just things to think about if you've never really thought about this or it is something that tugs at your heartstrings that you've been wanting to do but never have really taken the time to think about it. We're going to give you some things to think about um, with knowing where you're spending your money.
1: Yes, and I will say too this um, because... So we are... Aaron and I planned our first... uh, Adventure trip.
0: Yes, we did. To
1: hike Machu Picchu. I think we talked about this last week a little bit. We did. But the trip completely sold out.
0: In like an hour. Yeah.
1: And because we could only take eight people, we wanted to uh, keep the group small because we wanted them to be intimate where we could all get to know each other. And and we didn't want this huge group. Like, I'm not... That's not my vibe as a traveler. I don't want to create that for other people as well. And so anyways, I think we're going to actually do a second trip, like kind of a back-to-back thing because we just... We had so many people interested and not enough slots. Right. So anyways, that being said, we with this particular trip we're like when Aaron and I sat down we're like what kind of trip do we want to plan for ourselves for other people? Like what would we want that to look like? What are the components that would always be a part of our trip, right? Go ahead.
0: I was just going to say and also this is the first ever TravSest adventure trip, right? So what what does this brand represent, which is basically what does it represent for us like right. what does Kim and Aaron do but I never wanted this to be again I'm one of those people that I want personally and you can weigh in but like personally I want things that are entertaining and fun that create community but you're also learning something and and we like to teach and we like to give information and so without being like an educational kind of like lecture the whole time it's like how can we infuse cool things for people that may have never thought about That type of topic to go back home and be like, wow, like I never knew that. Or I I never knew I could do that. Or I never knew that this was an option for me. And I want our adventure trips to have that coding around it. Right. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Like getting out of your comfort zone, learning something new, like connecting to the local people, the local culture. And we knew that there was a couple of things that we always would want to include in our trips. There was, it has to be some kind of a physical challenge. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry, your twirling of your hair is like Sorry. really distracting. Um, that's why we need the cameras on so that people can see what I I'm dealing with it. over here. I know, Go but ahead. Um, uh, so something physically challenging because that's something that's really important to Aaron and I. Like we love to push ourselves physically. Like just that feeling when you when you accomplish something together or even with a group. You're like we freaking did it yeah. like it was hard and we did it and so we always want that to be a part of any trip that we plan mm-hmm. it doesn't always have to be hiking to Machu Picchu but just no. something where we're out there being physical together accomplishing a goal together yes uh obviously food um because yeah. anyone who knows us knows that we're foodies we're obsessed with food that's like one of our favorite parts about traveling is finding like the good places to eat and drink uh, well and, and not only
0: that actually and covering the link between the culture and the food. That's always like really cool because food is what brings people together and there's so much culture um and individuality tied into that food that you can get to know a culture really
1: 100%. Like,
0: amazingly through the food.
1: hundred percent. And you like it's it where good. that's where
0: stories are exchanged, around the dinner table, like, you know, and especially in other cultures. So 100%. it's really cool.
1: Yeah. It's like our favorite thing to do. So obviously food would always be involved um, you know, having some drinks, having fun. Cause that's a, cause we're like, how do we travel? Like we like to have, we like to do something active. We like to eat, we like to drink, um, you know, like the things that we like to do. I mean, this is, we're planning this trip. And then the other part of it was volunteering, like giving back to the community that we're actually going to. And that's something that we've been passionate about for, for a really long time. Like I always say the first vision board that we ever made, which was what? 13 years ago probably mm-hmm. had uh, volunteering on it. Charity. Yeah, Like we knew we wanted to be involved in that kind of work. We just weren't sure how we could do that.
0: And then Africa totally changed our life.
1: And then that opened up the door to be like, okay, this has to be yeah. a part of our life yep. and how we, whatever. Um, and so, and if, if you don't know, we went and, volu- and volunteered in Tanzania to help build the IR, pro- one of the first IR departments there, and it changed our lives. Yeah. This was a couple of years ago. If you don't know what we're talking about, we have a couple episodes specifically on that. So if you want to hear that whole like experience, you can go listen to those. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we knew that those were like the components. Now, I'm bringing this up because I was thinking, we were thinking, okay, cool. So with the Machu Picchu trip, we're going to include a day or two of volunteering. How cool would that be in the community, you know, to, for us to do that? It, and it bonds you. I think that's the other thing too, is like- Yes. Not only are you doing something, you know, you're you're using your skills to help um, empower other people and teach them so that they can go on and, and, and do it on their own. Um, and that feels good and you're a part of something, but also like the group that you're doing it with, You are so bonded and connected. Like, the people that we went to Tanzania with... Family. Family. Mm -hmm. Like, we... And we were only together for, what, two weeks? Three weeks? Two weeks. Because then we... Two weeks. Okay. Two weeks. Um, But, like... We were so close. Yeah. We like became like we like called like the doctor with like dad. Hey dad, can I borrow 5 bucks, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like like they became family because we were all in the trenches together, like yeah. doing something. Okay. So, my point with all of this was saying that there's I learned a couple of things. First of all, we we actually can't do anything with volunteering because um the company that I was working with uh unfortunately because of covid right now a lot of communities like don't want outsiders to come in because you know they just don't want to add in yeah and so they're like probably by may we'll be fine but because we're planning it right now we just couldn't incorporate it into the the schedule Mm -hmm. so we had to sit this one out just because of covid but what i've learned is that just through my research of, like, people who are really into uh, sustainable volunteering and kind of what that is and actually making a real difference. Like, unless you have, like, a week or so of time, you you really can't make that much of a difference one day. Like, there's not a lot of places you could jump in and one day you're going to do this. And like it's going to
0: make a real difference. And yeah. I didn't
1: even think about that. Right. Because you were like, let's do two days. And I'm like, okay, but that might be too many. You know, it's, like, funny because... We were thinking that was, you know, an option, but actually doing the research, like, yeah, there are places you can do that, but that's not really... Uh, you do need some more, you need more time if you really want to get in there, learn how things work, then figure out how you're going to add value and connections to that particular program or whatever is going on. Like you, that takes time. Right. Not two hours. Right. So that was interesting.
0: Wasn't there a story where you said like, because I believe that anytime you're volunteering your time, that's a great thing, right? That's a great thing to do. It's a great place to start. So yes, if you only have one day, I personally believe it's better than doing nothing um my personal opinion based off of what you're saying but wasn't there a story where you said like they don't need people to sweep floors they need people to
1: oh okay because this was um this was so there's uh oh my gosh I'm, I'm blanking on her name it's Sharon something but she's a creator of grassroots which we'll get into is one of the resources we want to share but um she did this podcast episode on the zero to travel podcast it was a great, great podcast so I've been digging into all of her stuff because she's all about like sustainable uh, volunteering and and what you look out for, what what to look for, what to you know stay away from, whatever. And so she was saying when you go into wanting to volunteer anything, Uh, while you're traveling on the road like go in with just the the willingness to be of service because you you need to go help them with what they need to be what they need right and so she was saying she went to go uh it was a teaching thing and she wanted to connect with the kids and teach and all of this but they were like actually if you really want to be helpful we don't need help with that like right now we're covered we need someone to file paperwork Mm -hmm. like and so she's like, okay, if that's what you need, even though that's not necessarily like she, she didn't, yeah, but like that, that helped them so much. And that's actually interesting because when we went to Tanzania,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, you're obviously Aaron does, I are, I'm ultrasound. There wasn't this huge need for ultrasound. Like my skills as a sonographer for that particular project But what they did need, what I, what one of my roles became was organizing a supply room Mm -hmm. and, you know, trying to get structure and, and organization within that, because there was thousands of supplies that had no rhyme or reason or organization to them. So like, that's what they needed Mm -hmm. though. Right. So it's just, yeah. So instead
0: of being like, I want to go scan the kids or I want to go do this. Like you literally like, what do you guys need? You also took up like documenting the whole thing and like. You did a lot of social media person to get people excited about like volunteering. You did such a good job with that. And then like all the organization and then having you be that runner when we needed stuff. And like I stuck to the IR stuff of training and you, and then I would come help you in the supply room and it was amazing. And that's a really good example Mm -hmm. of going in with what you think you want to do, but then actually providing the help that they firmly need that when you leave they were like, wow, that's amazing.
1: Right. Like that made a difference. Like what we did there, yes, like you, you know, you guys were training techs and doctors and nurses and you were, you know, training the local people how to do the job, right? Because yeah. that was new to them. That's huge. That made a huge impact. But like doing that, organizing that supply closet was a complete game changer, right? Yeah. So it's like completely two different areas and even like... Another example that's popped in my mind is like you can you can um, volunteer at these like elephant nature parks and these different animal uh-huh. places, right? Where you're like, oh my god, I can go volunteer. I'm like, I'm gonna feed the elephants and give them a bath and like tuck them in at night or whatever. But they're like, actually, we need you to shovel shit. And we need you to, to walk
0: the dogs, to
1: walk the dogs. And, you know, so it's just interesting. It's like letting go kind of of like, this is what I want to do. just being like, what do you actually need help with? What is, right. what is going to make a difference for you today?
0: Right. They right. might need you. Like she said, she filed paperwork, but like, if they're not versed in English and understanding like how this stuff works, like that's a great thing for you to do. And it's in the background. It's not actually what the forefront of what you were excited about. You know, and it's like playing with puppies in Bali, right? You might not be doing that, you know, Mm -hmm. like all the dog issues, you might be doing something else. Like, what do you need help with? I'm not here just volunteering my time to have like the best time that I want to have. Obviously there's joy in providing service, right? And so hopefully you find joy in just providing service, but it would be totally different right. right, than what you expected.
1: So then there's another side of things called, it's like a social enterprise, basically. So if you don't have time to, say, volunteer, there's different places that you can go to wherever you are that are like these local community-based shops. So like, for instance, as an example, there is a restaurant. And the Sacred Valley, which is a Mm. place that we're going in Peru. Okay. Now, this restaurant... So, Aaron and I go with our group and we're paying money for our lunch and all the things, whatever. They also... um, Well, okay. I'll get to that. But we're going and we're paying, you know, for our lunch. This restaurant is actually taking money that, you know, from the people that come in and they're giving that back to other entrepreneurs, local entrepreneurs as these micro loans. Mm -hmm. So they're loaning them money to start businesses. Mm -hmm. And they also sell local entrepreneur stuff in this uh, restaurant as well. They give
0: them a platform. Yeah. Yeah. Which is amazing.
1: So it's like, if you could... Choose to go support a place like that, right? Versus, you know, just another normal restaurant that, yeah, like tastes good. But like when you know your money's going towards something really unique and different, I love that. There was another place um in Thailand that it was a massage parlor. Now there's millions, if you've been to Thailand, like there's millions of freaking oh, massage yeah. parlors. And um, but this particular one it was all women ex-women prisoners and I guess you know Thailand has a thing kind of of what their perception is of of women who go to jail whatever they're kind of like ostracized from the communities but they they all work in this parlor and the massage like so they're giving massages to people but the money that they're making and the money that this uh like massage parlor is making it's not massage parlor what is it called yeah,
0: massage, massage parlor. I
1: feel like that's so like seventies. I don't know. Anyways, it's helping rehabilitate these women and help them um,
0: get back, back on into their society, feet. Yeah. yeah, and I'm
1: like, damn, like that's just amazing. And so it's like seeking out, even if you can't volunteer, seeking out these different coffee shops or restaurants or places that you can go or tours that you're doing. So there, this is the last thing I'll say. Sorry, I feel like I'm like talking too much, but. Did you want to say something here? Because there was one more that I just thought of that. No, go ahead. Because, like, I, there's a restaurant example, the massage, but then also if you want to do, like, a specific kind of a tour or something, there was one in uh, Oaxaca in Mexico. Which is Mexico, yeah. And I was researching Oaxaca specifically because we want to go there. And um, there's this, like, local tour company that takes you to just these different areas like shows you different things whatever but also the money that you're paying for your tour is also going towards um uh doing micro loans for entrepreneurs in the community as well and some of the tours even take you to go and um hear their stories yeah and then like cooking classes that like give back to you know Mm -hmm. local people so I just think that is such a cool way to spend your money and it actually is supporting the local community instead of just like these, you know.
0: Which which is extremely important to us, right? And I'll just tell you this story because it's it's real, obviously. Um and it just happened recently. And so Kim and I now remember we just talked about this. This is something that we are super passionate about, right? Down to the core. Thank God Kim's here because to be honest with you, we're booking these Machu Picchu trips. And I'm so excited about it. And I'm talking about, let's volunteer. Let's find something. Let's do like two or three days, like right when we get there, like let's immerse ourselves as a group. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be such a bonding experience. And then she was like, ah, kind of told me all the things. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, we can't do that this time, but we're going to, you know, integrate that into our trips. So we're sitting here and we're going over the trip and The first time we booked this back in 2020, as we've talked about, and the fact that it got canceled due to COVID, and then we've tried to push it back, so we're replanning this. Well, what I noticed was um, I had already built uh, relationships with some of the hotels there, and so Kim's telling me about the hotel, and then she tells me about um, the Sacred Valley tour, and that basically they were going to take us to lunch, but Kim was pushing to go to that place that she just told you about where they give the microloans and then they have the entrepreneurs there and give them a platform that we can actually see what they're doing. Um, And the proceeds go back to them, which is really cool. But again, I didn't even think about it, but Kim found a local hotel that is run by locals. It's not some chain. And then they're basically employing all local people, giving them jobs, and the money just keeps going back into the community and into that hotel which is not some big chain not some western chain or north american chain and we're really providing some resources and some good money to a local hotel
1: that needs it
0: and it's funny Ooh. because i tell you that story just because of the fact that like i'm passionate about this stuff and i didn't even think about the little details of like where we're eating and the hotels and like things like that and if it's something that you're into then it's uh, then there's ways to really look into this and really get micro with where you're spending your money.
1: Right. And and that's a good point too because you can also just support local communities while you're traveling cuz again like we're traveling the world, like we're going to all these different places and a lot of countries, a lot of places rely on tourism dollars. And so like you said like this is, you're passionate about it, but you don't even think about it. Like I'm on booking.com and I'm gonna book the cheapest hotel that I find and like, it's all good. Like, you know, and we actually kind of don't think about where that money's going. And I was going back and forth between two hotels and there was actually one that was a chain and it, it was in different locations and it was just like a bigger hotel. It was cheaper, but I, I kept feeling pulled to this other hotel and it was like a family-run place and then I actually pro tip. I asked our um, tour guide that we're doing the hike with, or not our guide, but the person I'm in communication with, uh, do you know any local hotels that is, like, family-run that, you know, would be able to accommodate our group? And they actually came back with that with the name of the hotel that I had already been talking to that said, like, this is a family-owned, they're fantastic, blah, blah, blah. And I was, like, done. Like, hands down, done. Like, because... Yes, the one at the chain was cheaper. So technically, we could have saved money. We could have saved the group money. But knowing that the money is going into this local family in a place that's been hit by, you know, COVID or everywhere, say, is uh, like, that makes a difference. Those
0: chains can survive. It's right. the local family places that don't.
1: Exactly. 100%. And so just, you know, doing a little bit of of, of research ahead of time to kind of... You know, get a lay of the land. So I'll just say this now since we're talking about it, but Grassroots is a great website that has, you can put in the country that you're going to, the city you're going to, and it will give you two options to search. You can search volunteer options, and these are all vetted, which is very interesting because also I guess there's kind of a a side note because I have to put context around it is that not all volunteering things are created equal. Right. Right. And so you really want to see where your dollars are going to, because especially now that this whole volunteer or volunteerism thing is becoming this buzzword, there are a lot of companies that are incorporating adventure, you know, tours, but then also throwing in a day of volunteering or two days or whatever it is. And so you want to ask these companies, like how much, um, is actually going towards this this cause or this mission or whatever it yeah. is that we're doing, right? Because you know it could be it could be like one percent, right? And so, you know, that's important to kind of ask where is this money actually going mm-hmm. to? Because a lot of volunteering, you do pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, not all, like there's some free things, but a lot of them you are paying to be a part of it. Yeah. And you want to know how much of your money is actually going towards that cause. And um, also volunteering, you know, yeah, it sounds great in theory, but the whole point is to to be able to make an impact and actually help them with something and to teach them how to do something, right? So not just going in and
0: sweeping floors.
1: Right, it's like, yeah, exactly, so you know you wanna you wanna be empowering people to be able to build something and keep it going. I think that was like the whole point of like even the Tanzania thing, like we weren't just there to be like, hey, move over, let me let me do this case. It was like, no, you're there to teach them so that they can keep it going and growing and building on their the own the local people, so they don't have to keep having you know other people come in and help yeah, them. That's exactly. the point. So looking into these types of organizations, because they're not all the same. And a lot of them are like Western run companies that aren't really giving that much to the actual thing you think you're giving to.
0: Well, I mean, that brings up a good point too, because.
1: Oh, Kim- I didn't, let me just say the name okay. of the place. Good. Because I said grassroots. So it gives mm-hmm. you the um, volunteer options that are available. So when I said vetted, it means that this is something that they go. And it's, it's really just the, the places that are really doing good work, meaningful work, lasting work, right? Uh, the money is going towards the, the, the cause. Mm-hmm. And then also the social enterprises. So you could put in Cusco, Peru and places will pop up that you could be like, okay, let's go here and get coffee. And this is kind of what it goes back into the community. Okay. Let's have lunch here. So it actually gives you a list of places that you could plan in your trip. Yeah. Um, so I just thought that was a really helpful resource because you're like, how am I going to find these places? No, absolutely. And Great I think, resource. I
0: think too, like, you know, Kim and I are huge fans this Sunday on our Gibson Soul Sunday. Um, we watched, uh, Scott Harrison, who we are huge fans of. Um, he was the club promoter, big drug addict, like prostitution, not prostitution. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> he like, liked
1: prostitution. Yeah. Like
0: pornography. I yeah. mean, he was just, he basically will say like, there's nobody worse than me at that moment. Like I was just bad news. Um, but he's the one that started Charity Water, which is basically putting drinking water. He's trying to reach 100 million people with clean drinking water. They're at like 8.4 million, um, so he's 8.4 percent away or into his goal. Um, but he's just an outstanding like individual, like person. Good
1: energy, good vibes. Great energy, good
0: vibes. But he's
1: storyteller.
0: Great storyteller. His brand is amazing. What they're doing is amazing. Um, It's something that Kim and I are a part of. Um, I actually want to go to New York because when you're a part of it, you can go in there and kind of get a tour. And they do such a good job of showing you where your money went. um, Because he did say that, unfortunately now, and it has been for a while, that charities get a bad name. There's a bad rap, right? Like, I mean, the Susan G. Coleman, uh, Mm -hmm. they kind of like debunked them about their CEOs are making millions of dollars, right? right? And only like... 5% 5% of the money actually goes to cancer research versus the American Cancer Association is more of a of a better charity to donate to. They still have board members that make money, blah, 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 which is great. But now this is being brought to the surface more, right, about these charities. And so it does have a bad name. So this Scott Harrison is hoping that people are inspired by his story, but also inspired to start their own charities that don't have the bad rap, that don't have the bad name, that are actually doing some good stuff, which then I think has sparked volunteerism, and like people are becoming more and more aware of this, which is really cool.
1: Well, with Charity Water, 100% of your money that's donated goes to the cause. Um, Well, not only
0: that, they actually even take the credit card like fees, and they match that, so 100% of your money goes. That's crazy. Everything
1: goes, and that was his mission from the beginning, which is... You know, he's like one of the pioneers to have that kind of like a model. Uh, B Strong's actually the same way. That's um, Bethany Frankel's uh,
0: organization. organization,
1: and she's a, a New York housewife. In case you don't know,
0: she's not anymore. She was.
1: She used to be, but she's yeah, a skinny girl. Yeah, I love her. Like, she's a badass businesswoman. Like, has a great podcast. Just love her. Anyways, a hundred percent of of anything you donate to her organization, which basically goes like, if there's a crisis that happens. Like for instance, the tornadoes that happened in Kentucky, like last month, like things that are like things, crises that happen, like the, her, their team goes out on the ground, um, immediately. And, um, and like, you know, Puerto Rico, like all that kind of stuff, like kind of world disasters, I guess, yeah. you know, or natural so disasters, things that like that. Need. Right. When there's people in need, and a hundred percent of your donation goes. So I think that's like incredible. Uh, the what were you we just saying? Because I had something. Oh, because you were talking about charity water. Um, uh, the other thing too is, for instance, the company that we chose to do our ooh, hike with. Yep. Okay, because this is another thing. Like they are one of the first. Well, they are the first company to ever employ women porters.
0: Well what's a porter?
1: So a porter is the people that basically carry your stuff up the freaking mountain for you. Yeah. <laughs> They're badasses and they carry your shit up the mountain so that you don't have to. So like your sleeping gear, your sleeping bag, like
0: your, your clothes, tent, your, your food.
1: Everything. And they are the first company to employ female porters because in this in this area of Peru And especially when we're talking about like Cusco and like surrounding areas, like, you know, their like industry is tourism and Mm -hmm. Machu Picchu, right? People come from all over the world to hike Machu Picchu. So being a porter is, you know, a, a prestigious job, job yeah. right? Like, it's like a lot of people in that area are porters, and so women weren't allowed to do it for, you know, a long time. And so this was one of the first companies that let women now be a part of this because women are strong too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I could be... <laughs> I don't know if I would be carrying tents and... <laughs> no. Yeah, no, probably wouldn't make it. But, um, but also, they pay their porters really well.
0: Well, it was created by a porter, wasn't it?
1: Exactly. So this
0: company was created by somebody that used to be a porter. So he
1: gets it. And
0: that's, a I, I love
1: that. So he gets it. Yeah. So it's like you, that's another thing like you don't even think about, right? Like you don't even, if you're just coming to book a hike, you're not like, you know, how are these porters, you know, paid, whatever. But it's like, start thinking in these kinds of ways of like, is this helping, you know, these people that are working for us? Is this like giving back to the community that we're in, right? Like,
0: Well, I will say, too, that this company, too, correct me if I'm wrong, they pay their porters a livable wage. Yes. Where, like, a lot of companies basically stiff their porters.
1: Or, like, I was even reading, to yeah, like, they, they stiff, so then the porters are, like, begging for tips, which you should always tip them anyways, but, like, because they're not making good money... And then I was reading something that like some companies like only their porters can only eat what's left over from the guests. They don't actually give them a meal that they don't have that they actually don't even have a place to stay. So they'll sleep in the dining tent and then if it gets, rain, like it's all flooded in there. So like these people that are there to take care of you and make sure that you have a good hike and they're supporting you and they're cooking for you and they're carrying your stuff and taking care of you. And emptying your
0: toilets and putting your toilets up so you can actually have a bathroom with a tent. Like let's be real people. Like Like the
1: fact that you would think they wouldn't be supported as well so that they can show up and do a good job. Like that blew my mind but that's something I never even would like think about, Mm -hmm. right? And so the company that we're going with is, again, more expensive. Mm -hmm. Okay. But we chose that because we like what the company stands for. Like, we like the intention and the meaning and the support behind it and how they treat the people in the community. Like, that is way more important to me than getting a cheaper hike, but then knowing, you know. Yeah. You know? I don't know. It's just so it's like, you can, anywhere you go, you can always make different choices.
0: 100%. And it's not, funny. Hold on. Uh,
1: Get off your freaking high horse for a second. Like, I'm talking to myself and you, but I'm saying, like, just throwing all that out there. Also, yes, yeah, sometimes you're just going to go to a restaurant because you want to go to a restaurant. Agreed. And you're going to go eat here because you want to eat here. And you're going to stay here because you want to stay here. I'm not saying that. Like we, every, do, we
0: do that all the time.
1: Every. I know, but I just want to, like, clarify that. Like, every single move, you're not like, let me see. It's just giving back. Like, sometimes you're just going to do what you're doing. But to have this, I'm just opening people's minds to think because I never used to think about this when I was traveling until, you know, more recent years. You're just thinking about it of, like, where is your money going? Mm-hmm. Where is your money going? Well, it's and funny. And thinking about that.
0: It's funny because there was a anesthesiologist at Stanford Children's and this one nurse was on her high horse about just kind of, like, what she believes in and she's so passionate, which is great, right? Be passionate about it. But I'll never forget, he looked at her and he said, um you know, do you have a 401k? And she was like, yeah. And um, he was like, okay, uh, what stocks do you like invest in for your 401k? And she's like, I don't know. And so they went online and were looking at all this stuff. And sure enough, like, let's just say, for example, she was like, I don't support like meatpacking plants and blah, blah, blah. Like part of her stock was like Tyson chicken and like all of those things. So she's on her high horse about like supporting, you know, people that don't kill animals. I'm using this all as an example. And then come to find out her 401k was contributing to meat yeah. plants, right? And so it's just funny how you can be so micro, right? But like, we're not saying that yeah, this yeah. this whole podcast is just to create awareness of like things that you're passionate about. There's ways to find, um, you know, maybe better ways to spend your money or something that you're more passionate about that you want to give your money to. And I think we're just excited about our adventure trips and what those are representing
1: 100 percent, and how yeah and how we want to be traveling in general right and i just wanted to talk real quick about micro loans because i never used to know what they were and i i just think it's so it's like something especially because we're entrepreneurs so like this is something that like really really inspires me and i'm passionate about and i would like I would love to be a part of something where, we're like, we through Travecess we can give microloans to yes. people because, and we learned about microloans. If you haven't seen half the sky, yep. and you're interested in, um, like, learning more about like like people that are doing incredible life changing work in this world. And, like, really making a difference and an impact. There's a book that I read, but then we watched the documentary together. And it's um, each story, a different celebrity, is taken out to go meet the people of this story and the people leading the cause or whatever. And it, so it's, it's entertaining and it's incredible. It's
0: life-changing.
1: Life-changing. And I read that book probably 13, 14 years ago. And like when we first got together, so yeah, like 13 years ago and it changed my life where I was like, I don't know what this means, but I want to, I need more of this. I want to be a part of something like this. Like it, it, something shifted in me and that was so long ago, but, um, but a big part of what they're talking about is microloans. And so what that is really is just. Like people, like oh, like and mainly, like unfortunately, women like don't really have mm-hmm. a lot of access to financing and um, being able to start something on their own, right? Like being independent, and so they get there. There's these companies that give women micro loans, and that could be two hundred dollars. Like it's like mm-hmm. very small. It's called micro for a reason. Like they're small, but that two hundred dollars. Can give that woman the ability to go buy a cart and then start selling her, street you know, food. street food or, you know, start, you know, making bracelets or whatever it, it can is. It get them started. It gets them started. It gives them some type of independence to go start a business. Mm-hmm. And that allows them to be independent. They can leave a marriage if they need to. They're not supportive on their husband. It gives them a purpose And an opportunity to earn their own money. And when you're empowered, financially empowered, and you're able to create your own money, you're You're able to create your own future. Yeah. And, like, it's just so empowering. So, that's kind of what the documentary is about is these stories of of women who are able to get these microloans and, like, what they were able to do with them. And, I mean, it's just incredible, incredible. So. That's something I feel, so so anytime I see a place that's like, that's like the money will go towards giving microloans to women or just people in the community, I'm like, that's like, that's, I'm all about it.
0: Yeah, 100%. It's
1: it's just, it's crazy to think that $200 could change someone's life or they could start a business where for most people, right, I mean for us, like $200 isn't going to get us anywhere in our business.
0: No. Like,
1: You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like we need a lot more money than that. But like for a lot of people in a lot of places that could change their life from being dependent on a husband who's abusive and all these things to getting them out and having them make their own money and giving them complete independence. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's insane to me, but that's like reality. And I just think it's really cool. Well, it's
0: funny. Do you remember when we were talking, we didn't even know what TravSess was, we didn't even have that name, but we were talking about going to Oaxaca and we were we watched uh, Karen Nate's was it Karen Nate's? We watched something else, a documentary on Netflix about street food. I think it was, and we saw the women of Oaxaca and like that story of the street carts were started yeah. by women, and like they literally some of them like started literally with one pot and some coals and have turned it into like a cart, which then turned into allowing their kids to go to college. So that they didn't have to live the same life, and this this wife, like the husband, would go and work, and she'd go out and work, and so she's not just at home, you know, like she's actually building yeah. her own economy, which is amazing. And we were like, "Oh my God, let's go to Oaxaca and pay for somebody's street cart, like let's buy them a street cart." And we were so lit up about this, and it's really cool now that says was born, and we're so excited about this cause and what says the traff says impact fund can do. And that is still something that is on my list. I will at one point go to Oaxaca and buy somebody a street cart with like all the pots and pans Mm -hmm. and then like watch them grow. Right. And keep in contact with them and see like what they're, I'd love to talk to them about what they're going to bring. That's different to the street and like what they're going to do and why they cook that, you know, and like really get that story behind it and why they're doing it. And like really bringing our community into that.
1: Let's do it. Ah. Dude, that's like, oh my god, I just got chills. That would be incredible, like, just to be a part of something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, like, we just wanted to talk about this topic because it's such a, a hot topic. It's something that, again, we're planning our first trip, and it's all the things we're thinking about and how we like to travel just in general. And again, just the grassroots is the website. It's a great website to check out to get some good um, options and resources. And then also just... Throwing this out there, because I know a lot of healthcare workers listen to this podcast. RAD-AID mm-hmm. is just another, um, this is obviously more medical, right, volunteering. But they offer so many different programs, so many different types of trips based on your modality and what you do. It is only for radiology people. Um, I guess nursing. Well, like depending on what nursing. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, exactly. So, anyways, that's definitely something to check out, too, if you want to go, you know, just be a part of some kind of a volunteer trip when it, like, as a stenographer or as a IR tech or as a CT tech, whatever. There's so many different things that you can get and a, be a part of there as well. So, check out that website. Check out Grassroots. And um, I think that's it. Yeah. I, I, yeah that's what I'm saying, huh? Well, I
0: mean, if you're listening to this and you were like, man, I really want to go to Peru, and maybe you're listening to it now and you're like, I want to go to Peru um, I think we are gonna do that second trip. i'm I'm pretty much,
1: yeah, but I don't think there is any spots left. I think there might be like two.
0: Are you serious? We had six, so there was four slots. Uh, so you're telling me that two more maybe. filled up?
1: I don't know. I'll have to look at it. Well, but okay, how about let's just leave it at this. If you're interested, um get on the Peru interest list. So there is a link. In the show notes of this podcast, super simple, scroll down, it's right there, join that list because you, that is where we are sending the information, like, we're not even talking, like, we're not, like, giving people options on Instagram or even, like, our our email list, like, just those people and, like, it's sold out, Well, because
0: there's so many people on that list.
1: That's what I'm saying, like, we're not doing it to be for any other reason than besides the fact that, like the people, we sent it out to the people on that list and it sold out. So, like, we're not going to send it out, you know what I mean? So, anyways, get on that list if you're interested and we are going to be making a final decision in the next day or two and we will be sending out the information to people on that list. So, get on it if you want to be a part of it. We're also going to be planning... Many trips in the future is our hope, is our goal, depending on how this first one goes. So, <laughs> I mean,
0: she, she was she was planning one for August, and I'm like, seriously? Like, I know. but She's I, like, let's hike Kilimanjaro with a group of people so you can summit on your 40th birthday, oh which God. is freaking epic. Like
1: That would be a moment. I, I
0: don't mind just doing that us two, but yeah. I mean, to plan another trip, I'd be into it. I mean, if people want to fly to Tanzania.
1: I, I mean, don't we- want to hike Kilimanjaro with a group of people. That people die on that mountain. No, like they I ain't don't. trying to be responsible for that. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Well, I mean, you
0: obviously have I to know ain't trying what to you're be doing. Responsible. The the companies are responsible.
1: No, I know. We'll put a pin in that. For okay. the, I said we could do the group going to the Serengeti with Peter, who's a friend of ours in Tanzania, and doing a group safari. Well, and he runs Sleeping safaris. in the Serengeti. Yeah. Like that was my vibe. You and I do Kilimanjaro on our own. Okay. And, okay, so yeah. we have we have things that we'd like to do in the future to join the list. Um hopefully you enjoyed this episode and um yeah, we'll see you guys next week.
0: Yep. Bye. Toot-o-lo-o.